0: Lonnie, a couple of podcasts ago, I made a claim. I don't know if I made it in the podcast Mm. or if I made it in the tweet that I published when the podcast was out. But I said that Severance was the best TV show of the year. Mm. might surprise you to know that I'm not revoking that claim. Severance was the best TV show of the year. But Barry is the best TV show of all time.
1: Of all time.
0: Of all time. Okay,
1: well, sorry, Breaking Bad.
0: Listen, it's a close second, sorry. but what they did towards the end there, they dropped the ball.
1: Dropped the ball, did they? They did. What about what about you, season three, which you said was some of the best <laughs> TV ever? Are we on the same level? Still? I
0: mean, it's, it's sort of a different kettle of fish, isn't it? <laughs>
1: Hello there, welcome to I, Only Like You, and Movies, and the HBO show, Barry. My name's Lonnie, by the way, her name's Sinead, she's up in the International Space Station, where they still get HBO, which is great.
0: It's great that they renewed our subscription for another year.
1: (laughs) We've been following along for Barry Season 3. We haven't reviewed the first two seasons on this podcast, but I watched it during COVID, and then we did our... COVID wrap up I mentioned how great it was. And you were like, Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. Probably not the best show ever. Change your tune, haven't you?
0: Don't know if that's exactly what I said, but
1: um don't check the tapes, but I'm pretty sure that's what it actually was mm-hmm, what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh I also <laughs> it's funny when we watch Barry and this very it's premiere television, right? Um, we watched it in a double viewing with an episode of Superman and Lois, which we also like. It's a very, it wasn't a great comparison, was it, for Super Metal Lost, guess.
0: No, no.
1: It's funny you mention how Severance is maybe the best show of this year, but Barry is all-timer. I've seen people talk about for the Emmys that they should have different categories, not so much about, you know, best comedy, best drama or whatnot. They should have best ongoing television show and best new television show. Thoughts on that?
0: I'd accept best new television show as a category because often there's a lot of, like, best new talent sort of things. But best ongoing show would just be best show, right?
1: Well, I think it's to to distinguish something like there's a great new television show, but then we also got season eight of West Wing versus season six of um, Mm. Breaking Bad versus season seven of um, Game of Thrones. Like, I think it's a bit messy sometimes and just sort of maybe just and then then they competing against something like severance would be new as you know example but the thing it anyway, thing let's is put that though, aside for...
0: <laughs> is that if you're season 5 of a particular show do you feel like you can't compete with season 1 of a new show because you're not as exciting anymore if so make better television you know
1: okay you tell them well, then let's lore. get to Barry though mm-hmm. what do you think about Barry season 3
0: um some of the best tv i've ever seen in my whole entire life
1: Okay, what happened in the show tonight? Uh, Okay,
0: so season three, to be honest, I actually think it would be better to watch this show binging it because there were a few callbacks where I was like, who was that guy? And you're like, oh, it was the guy from season one who did the thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So I got got confused. Anyway, so this season, Sally's got a new
1: show. We finished off season two with Sally actually getting some success after struggling for so long, and she's parlay that into our own television show on a like female focused Netflix it seems. Mm-hmm. Um so lots of lots of satire. You know, if the first two seasons of us um satirizing struggling actors in LA and acting school and, you know, has been actor turned teacher, um, I guess what they've got in their sights this time is on the on the entertainment side of the show is streaming services and how fickle they are and and also you know how you can be built up one minute and then torn down the next. That's what she finds, poor Sally. She's she would have been better off if Barry never came into her life, wouldn't she?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And on the other hand, Barry is trying to, I guess, cope <laughs> with his life. He's got no direction now. He hasn't got Fuchs in his life anymore. He's not working with uh, no, her Hank, um, in the same capacity as he was in the past. He's a He's like a weapon without a. Well, he's a weapon, isn't he? Basically, but he hasn't got anyone directing him to the right places. And then our boy Noah Hank is is trying to. Well, does he really want to be a gangster?
0: Maybe not. Maybe he just sort of likes going with the flow.
1: <laughs> he is. He's much more interested in in um living a happy life, domestic life with his um his boyfriend Cristobal. Um. And then so sort kind of in the background, but sort of a slow burn, is is still this idea of detectives looking into the various things that Barry's been up to. I think Barry is also somewhat reluctant in that life, but it's kind of all he knows, isn't it? So he's he's a bit of a bit of a struggle there. So there's a bit of an undercurrent investigation going on, but also over in Chechnya, fix is over there and he is being hidden then he can't help himself but get back involved in Barry's life. And it's really, it's kind of like Roost is coming back to Roost, aren't they? Is it Roost has come back to Roost or Chicken's come back to Roost? What's the phrase? I
0: have no idea what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) The fact that things are coming back to Barry to really hurt Barry and Fuchs is sort of directing some of Barry's past sins back towards him um, in his capacity as, as the private detective. Directing everybody of the people that Barry's killed, their families, towards Barry in the sort of um, multi round um, battle that Barry doesn't even realise he's aware he's part of in some ways. I guess the, the the big theme of this season is consequences. Barry's sort of been doing whatever he wants over the last few years and trying to get away and not really dealing with the consequences of the things that he's done, but this season he can't get away from them. What? Why are you saying it's the best show ever, tonight?
0: Because it's technically brilliant and manages to nail the emotional beats all within a 28-minute time frame. Right. Like the way that it has so many homages to other shows but also, like, feels really unique and singular as its own like everything's top level. The acting is like the best acting you've ever seen in your whole entire life. The action sequences are so, you know, like your heart's in your mouth. You, you've, it's just so engaging. I just don't think I've seen a show that's been this this good at every aspect.
1: Now it started off as a comedy, and obviously comedy runs through every season, every episode. But it's transcending that, isn't it? It's not just a half-hour comedy.
0: Was it ever a half-hour comedy, though, or was it? I know it was technically, but like, it always had a, a bleakness to it, a, a sort of dark sense of humor. It was sort of half serial killer show, half comedy.
1: Yeah, I think it's a bit of a blind to say all of a sudden it's going, it's got, um, it's got prestige drama because I think that's been been infused all throughout. Mm. Um. But it, it is a far cry from a comedy, which is, I think it's how it's still sort of sold. And I think, you know, when it goes to the Emmys categories, it's all in the comedy section. Um, I mean, it could win any 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 Emmy it wanted to this season. Yeah, for sure. We haven't mentioned The Great Man, though, have we, so far? No, Hank. No, we have mentioned him. Henry Winkler. Oh. That's Gene Kusenow. That's another sort of running thread throughout the season is um, Gene finding out um, what Barry's done. He killed his his, um, Janice Moss, his girlfriend, a couple of years ago. What I liked about this, and it kind of reminded me a bit of Breaking Bad over the years, in a good way, is how even when Hank, sorry, even when Walter and Jesse were on totally opposite ends of their life, and you know they worked together and they worked against each other at various points, and or well, sometimes they were just trying to live their own lives. They still had a bit of respect there underneath it all, and I guess at certain points of this season where there is that element, especially in the final moments where they're obviously not on the same page anymore, but there is a residual love there. Maybe not so much from, um, <laughs> maybe not both ways. But Barry obviously loves him to, despite what he's done to him. And I think there is a certain element of of that in what Gene does. Like I, I know in the first episode he has a gun and is is attempting to kill Barry, but I, I don't know if his heart was ever really in that. Mm. You know what I'm getting at there? Like there's a still a residual, no matter what they're going through, they're, they're almost partners in a sense.
0: Yeah. Reluctant teammates, I guess.
1: I guess so. Well, especially when they go off and start getting roles together and start acting mm. together, even though he is kind of there um, by force. I know at certain points you were saying it's it was, you just knew that doing all this stuff was going to end up better for um, Gene's career, which is kind of funny. It's it's a black comedy in that sense, isn't it? Like, yeah. Um, no matter what you do, it's like the opposite of what you and your intention is, is the outcome. And so just as Gene wants to get out and, Get away from Barry. They're drawn closer together, which is very clever writing, isn't that? It? it is not it its Should we talk about the last episode? Because that's most mm-hmm. that's most front of mind. Um, I mean, every episode was great, but that one seemed particularly special. Didn't mm-hmm.
0: It? Mm-hmm. it felt like any scene that wasn't like any time you're away from the main action, it didn't feel like you're away from the main action. Like it didn't feel like, oh yeah, we're following her Hank for a bit. Like get back to the main story every scene was done like impeccably um, and felt like so much care had been taken to make every shot the best that it could be. And like that sequence with Noho Hank, when he's been taken captive and he's waiting in a cell to die, that whole sequence is just sound effects. Sound effects, a little bit of visual effects and Hank's reaction. And I just don't know any other show that could do something like that and still make you feel so terrified
1: what i read online i'm not sure how true this is but i assume it's true because people saying it seem legit um he didn't have any sound effects to work off in that scene he was just being directed mm. he just so being tough told, this to is do happening now yeah <laughs> right so just amazing like we get the whole picture when we watch it but he's there doing it just being told by the director who was belated in that instance what's going on it's just that's real theater of the mind, isn't it?
0: Yeah, for sure. So what it, it raised a bunch of questions, though, for next season. Like, mm-hmm. did Cristobal die?
1: You didn't seem well.
0: I just don't know why Hank would have broken down if it hadn't been that. There was like a, a well, he... expression of realization on his face and then utter devastation.
1: Well, at the very least, he's not going to be the same. Given the trauma he's gone through, potentially he, mm. you know, will have a brain injury or something after being electrocuted so many times. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would, I think it'd be the right decision, thematically and story-wise, to have Crystal Bell die in that moment. I think it was, you know, as much as I <laughs> it sounds awful to say that, I think that's the right choice to, to move forward into season four. Because mm. that just so that'd be devastating, wouldn't it?
0: And what does that mean for Hank then Bale. as well? Like,
1: Well, you know, if, if I was thinking, you know, he's been our sort of comic relief in certain ways for three seasons, but after that I would turn his character and make him into a proto-Barry perhaps or mm-hmm. just he's got nothing to live for anymore if he hasn't got Crystal Bowl and he's gone through what he's gone through. And what happens to the other characters?
0: Well, Fugues is now in prison. It seems like he's completely embracing the role of the raven. Mm-hmm. This like... Look, in some ways,
1: he's, he's made it. Like, he led to Barry being captured in, mm-hmm. in his own sort of twisted way. You can't trust him. And Stephen Reed, one of the great character actors of, of our times, this is a really good show that he's just sort of been given a character to sink his teeth into and just run with it, hey?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I hate him, but I, but I love like him <laughs> at the same time.
0: yeah. Also, so Sally has just killed a man, and...
1: I think you'll find Barry did that.
0: Mm. And she's out. <laughs> she's off.
1: Yeah, she's away. She'll be brought back in, though. She's been his girlfriend. Everyone knows they've been together, so... Yeah, for sure. She'll be brought back in some capacity. How, how much... Well, she didn't know. We can give her that. She's gone off the deep end a few times this season, but she didn't know the full extent of what Barry's up to.
0: I think she knew you when she came she back and... When she came back and asked him to do what he said he would do, like freak out... What's Janet's yeah. character's name? It's um Yeah. I think she knew then, and she fully, like, bought into it.
1: Yeah, I, I guess she wouldn't have the ins and outs, but she must have tweaked at a certain point that he's a bad dude. The only thing maybe is she's, like, he could just knew that from his military training. Potentially could be an out for her.
0: But yeah, I guess so.
1: Yeah. She must have known some... Well, But she's so self-involved as a character, so maybe she didn't Mm. didn't even know the look sort of thing.
0: Very obvious to travel to Joplin. Like, they're going to find you in two seconds.
1: Mm.
0: I think it was a good move on the writing part. I just don't think it was a good move on Sally's character's part.
1: She's a sad character because she just wanted to be a good actor and get her own stuff out there into the world. Like, Mm. you know, at certain point, she's just she's um, depicted as quite self-centered and selfish and quite mean and nasty but you know if she's not out there killing people like barry does without a second thought she just wants to make it as an artist very interesting Mm. the way they've they put them together early in the season barry tells gene that he's a bad actor i don't think he is you know i think he's the best performance of his career yeah towards the end of this season
0: how do you so there's like a double not a double fake out but double reveal there First, the reveal that the SWAT team were there and then the reveal that it was Jane. Both caught me completely by surprise.
1: Well, the way the rest of the seasons and the series have gone is Barry's got away with it. Mm. Even killing Janice, you know, killing the whole monastery in the last season, he's always got away with it. And so the way you're built up in that scene is like, here's another example of Barry doing something awful, but, you know, by gosh, he always gets away with it. Not this time. He walked into a trap, which is what he's been able to not do for so long. Do you think it's a bit... Like, why was she in the house? <laughs> did the police let him in there just so he could stare down Barry, just as a little F you? Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just followed them in once they did the... I guess so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I don't mind. It, it, it had to be that way for the scene to work. Yeah. Um, I did wonder why he was... <laughs> So quite like he was directing the police No, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Um like so much happened as we've been going through, but also we've said many times here it's you know every episode's about twenty eight minutes or so. In a in a prestige drama you'd have another forty five minutes of, of just fluff, wouldn't you? I think that is the key to this show is that there's no there's no fat on it. No, no. Every at single all. scene. I think, you know, we're, we're big into this, aren't we? Every show should be like this. There's no stupid subplot about anything unimportant. Everything is important all the time.
0: The only time I disagree with you was that one weird episode in season one that didn't really go anywhere with the superpowers. that and... if you remove that from the, the show as a whole. Remember that kid, the kid who climbed that on top of the house?
1: Yeah, I think that was season two. But yeah, she was cool. Okay. <laughs> you don't that- like her? No, Does that whole like episode was so
0: weird, and she was like a supernatural being, and then they just never speak about it ever again. But if you remove that from it, then yes, I agree.
1: Well, okay. We talk about some other things that happened this season. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the the chase sequence on the motorbike in episode seven? That
0: is just, I don't know, like how they did it. Like one long take when you can't even say... see the actor's face, right? And so, from such a distance I want to as say well. Something. Yeah, go for
1: it. Controversial here, Sydney. Was it better than *Ambulance* the whole movie?
0: Yes, not controversial okay. at all.
1: <laughs> no, I, no, I was setting up there, mm. definitely. Yeah, much better. And again, because it's it's um, I know it just it's very classy. The show, isn't it? It just always feels streamlined in a sense. It's because they're working within limits. and it, they don't go, like obviously they're not going to the excesses that a the film does. But really, it just—it's better than any film I've seen recently. I agree. And it's just a television show. Like, I mean, that's we're in the year twenty twenty two, and that doesn't matter anymore. But it is just amazing that the television show is giving us this week in week out, as opposed to big budget movies that have, you know, two hundred million dollars and all the best people in the world versus what seems like a fairly low budget comedy show. Like, it just boggles the mind, doesn't
0: it? Mm-hmm, for sure. I don't understand how they made us feel such tension in a shot that was so, like the camera was positioned so far back. We didn't really have Barry's expressions to go off. There were no cuts, no mm-hmm. different angles that we were seeing really. There was one when the gun dropped, I think. But other than that, it was pretty, and there was that clip, which I'll link if I can find it. Was it a clip or an article? I can't remember where um, Bill Hader was talking about his influences and he was talking about a particular director where a lot of the action or humour happened in the background of the shot. And he definitely references that when they go into the sales yard. Yeah,
1: exactly. I think it's is it Jacques Tati, his French director, mm. which I need to look into some more. Um, I think, yeah, I think he's been doing some podcast interviews and I think someone took his his excerpt of the, interview and put together a little clip Mm -hmm. that scene in particular yeah like it all feels directed unlike how a lot of shows and a lot of comedy in the last 20 years has been shot it's just you know one camera on one side one camera on the other side Mm -hmm. um covering a scene and letting the actors improv and just sort of hoping it's funny and putting it together in the edit that doesn't happen here does it no i mean to a certain extent i think they do improv and they would let I know how Hank seems very spontaneous in certain parts, but it feels um, directed and acted rather than just sort of, yeah, we'll put the camera back here and let things happen and see Mm -hmm. what we get.
0: But even like the the shot choices, because they're not used really Mm -hmm. very often, it makes the whole show feel really fresh. Um,
1: Absolutely. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, Some other highlights for me were the the bomb that Barry has to. Oh, um, that was great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he has to like ring up the, the the bomb hotline. It, um things like that. And, in, in, you know, the episode you don't like in, in season two where there's like a bit of a strange fight sequence it kind of pushes the limit of reality which i don't mind like i don't mind the fact that hank is a seemingly nice guy who happens to be caught up in in this you know gang warfare and Mm. trying to take over the la crime scene but he's just a really friendly guy um it like that's the comedy sort of black comedy sort of farcical element to it and like barry can blow up a whole house in the suburbs and then just sort of gets away with it. Like no one looks into it and yeah. you know, eventually comes back to him, but I don't know, it, it kind of is a fantastical version of reality to a certain degree. Mm, mm. As someone online said, you can tell that Bill Hayd has played a lot of Grand Theft Auto. And that really <laughs> clicked for me in a sense, because it's it is, it's bigger than um, bigger than life in certain ways, but yeah, once Monty mission's over, you can just sort of blend back into the background. Mm. Um you know, every character on this show would be the best character on another show, of the main cast, but also just the side characters they they, they pull in. Mm-hmm. Like, what about the the barista who everyone goes to? Yes, LA? he
0: <laughs> <It> was great. Right,
1: <laughs> <laughs> just that sort of idea, that sort of running character. Like, you could just have a barista who gives you your coffee, and then the scene moves on. But they decided mm-hmm. to to make him a therapist for the whole town and. Bring him back and back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just so clever. You just marvel at it. You just don't know how they've done it. But then it makes you like, why can't every television show be like this? But obviously, we've got some very talented people. Just sort of, it's all you know, lightning and striking here for us.
0: Mm-hmm. I think um Alec Berg gets left out of the conversation a lot because it's you know Bill Hader's baby. Mm. He's starring in it sure. and creating it, but. Um, He created it in conjunction with Alec Berg and he has a history of running for Seinfeld. So it's interesting that you have those two perspectives, like someone who's like an old, hat at standard comedy, you know, Mm -hmm. put in the work and and been around for a long time. And then Bill comes in with his freshness. And I just feel like that combination is how this happens, you know, because it's hitting those familiar story beats while still feeling completely unlike anything I've ever seen before.
1: Yeah, and I, I hope people aren't put off by the fact that it's Bill Hader and, you know, he was on SNL back in the day and was known for sort of crazy characters and he does a lot of voices in animated films where he's, you know, like in Inside Out, he's been a bit crazy because he gives such a laid performance, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, like...
1: Not to mention he's writing and directing as well, which you wouldn't have thought necessarily from from the comedy guy from SNL. But
0: No, he he's n- he's so much more than the sum of his parts. He's, like, one of the best actors I've ever seen, and I, I know that sounds funny talking about Bill Hader, but he just is. It just works.
1: And, like, someone like Henry Winkler has had a very long career, has already had so many iconic characters, yet somehow this is his best ever, I think. Yeah. This is what he's going to be known for, I think, and I hope he gets all the awards that he, that he can... Performance. But
0: in the same way, like, he probably wouldn't have been able to play this role had he not had, like, his casting is more than just a casting, isn't it? Like, they cast him for a particular reason, I feel. So he has that yeah, sense of. You see of, him, you
1: see him, what he's been.
0: Exactly. And, and you're like, oh, this guy is a veteran, you know, he's been around for so long and he deserves respect and admiration. And he, you know, that feeling travels through into the story of the show.
1: Absolutely. It's career best for everybody. And actually, I don't think there are enough awards to go around. I mean, that's not about awards, right? But you're you like people to be rewarded for their for their work. But you're thinking the best supporting actor that it's Noah Hank versus Gene now. They both can't win unless they can they get joint award winning. That'd be awesome. If they could <laughs> Emmys get onto that. That'd be good. Just reserve it now for them.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure.
1: Amazing stuff. I think there's one more season today. I'm kind of getting to the point where I hope they don't go too longer because, as you said, Breaking Bad maybe went ended just on just in time. Breaking Bad, we'll put it that way. A lot of other shows go on too long. Do you think there's a chance, like we've had three really great seasons, it might go too long if we stick around?
0: I mean, yeah, but I I think they'll pull out before then because Bill Hader seems sure. very grounded. You know, he's not on social media. He's not really not not listening to the fans but that it doesn't seem like that's his concern. He wants to make just a, a great show sure and so if finishing that show at a particular time is what makes it a great show then I think he'll do that.
1: Yeah and I, I like to think they've got a sort of it seems play planned out doesn't it especially this season of things from season one coming back in season three it doesn't seem like they're just making up as they go along I think they've got a, an end destination in mind. I think we're doing a good job describing it here, but also you have to watch it to really get it, don't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah, none of this would make any sense if you haven't seen it.
1: <laughs> oh, no, of course not. But I think, you know, just the fact that it's a black comedy, mm. it's about killers, it's about acting, it's about satirizing the entertainment industry. Like, it, it sounds good on paper, but I think what you said before about Bill Hader, it's better than the sum of its parts. I think that is very true here for the whole show. Just nonstop greatness. And there was an episode called Ben Mendelssohn, which is, is funny. <laughs> Not every every show does that.
0: <laughs> Maybe every show should.
1: Maybe every show should, yeah. He'd fit in well this actually, wouldn't he? His his sort of vibe would work well. Yeah, he would actually.
0: Theory. That'd be funny if they
1: brought him in mm-hmm. for a guest appearance. Yeah. Fikes had a chance to, to go good. He's on the farm. He had the the dad's permission to date the his daughter, but he just got revenge happy didn't he he just couldn't just had to
0: i think the tragedy of fugues's character is that given the choice he will always choose to be bad i think that's sort of the yes crux of his character in and ways. that
1: was and that was barry's problem he had no direction until he had fixed in his life mm-hmm. and then fugues directed him into the down the wrong path he's almost can't get away from it now that's what he says he knows where he's going doesn't he
0: he knows where he's going. Mm. So, what's going to happen now, Barry and Fugues in prison together?
1: Yeah, well, I've seen some commentary online. It's like, how much do they actually have on Barry? Like, mm. actual proof of the things he's done? And, you know, I mean, we have to go back and analyze everything that he's done in the past um, to work out exactly. But you think they have enough to maybe the nail on a few things? Mm. But you know, the show's not Barry if he's in jail, though, is it? Like.
0: Well, it. I don't really want it to turn into a prison drama. That just feels like no. totally the wrong direction for them to go. So yeah. I don't know how they like sidestep that, really.
1: Yeah. I mean, could this have been a good ending, they? I mean... It's not, it's not satisfying.
0: It wasn't satisfying. But... Like, I remember when it ended, we were like, what? That's the last shot. <laughs> like, I felt like well, they were just I, getting I started. I felt like we
1: didn't, like didn't breathe that whole last episode <laughs> mm. for starters. And then all of it was over. But yes, it. I think, Barry's got to see the consequences of his actions. Mm-hmm. But it would just be the sort of twisted logic of this show, where there is no God, for Barry to somehow get away with it, or you know, escape prison or something like that to happen. But I don't yeah. really know. That that's. I can't wait to find out. So.
0: So when's it back? Oof. When do we get more?
1: I don't know. It, it's been a sort of funny show i think it first came out in like 2018 and then 2019 the second season came out but then covid hit so mm. it took us until 2022 to get more so i mean if they started filming tomorrow we probably wouldn't get anything until next next year it's
0: too long to wait so potentially
1: with two years away i don't know yeah look if i was in charge of hbr i'd be sort of you know banging the door away.
0: down being like why aren't you filming this right now yeah. <laughs>
1: But then again, maybe it's been so good because they've been able to take their time.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I'd be interested to know how much creative control it feels like they have a lot over this show. But I'd be interested to know if that's actually mm. the case and how many demands the studio is placing on them.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to know that, and because that's like that's the HBO sort of idea is so you have more freedom there, and it doesn't seem like they have a huge budget, but. Yeah, they want to do some crazy stuff, so it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? i mm. will to track down some of those podcast interviews that Bill Hayter's done to see what he reckons. For sure. Well, I read here, though, just on Wikipedia, they reckon they've already written season four. So maybe that can okay make things happen.
0: That's a good start. Oh,
1: June 2022. Okay, they're filming them, is
0: I see. What, they're so well, filming in June 2022? Or well, they expect yeah, the delivery yeah. to be Oh,
1: well, guys. Production... Yeah, so it must be – it could have started already, potentially.
0: If you have the inside word and no Barry's filming, please send me anything.
1: <laughs> I really can't believe this is such a good show.
0: It's kind of weird that it's so good in the way that it's like
1: yeah, – it's, it's under the radar, isn't it? Yeah. Still. I mean, it's had lots of, lots of praise and won awards in the past, but it still feels like people talk about the best TV shows ever. you got Sopranos, Mad Men, Breaking Bad – game of thrones barry doesn't seem to be in that conversation does it
0: but then i have that selfish feeling where it's like i don't want anyone else to be a fan because i don't want them to ruin it you know well
1: that's very true potentially if it gets more successful the hbo or whoever's you know in charge of it in that sense the executive level might have more demands on it and might want to look in look into it a bit more maybe if they're just doing their own thing sort of by themselves mm. we're kind of getting more pure product but who knows what what side of Barry would you be part of, Sinead? Would you be part of the entertainment satirical element or would you be in there with No Hank fighting off um, Chechnyans and Bolivians and whatnot?
0: Like in real life, or if I was an actor on the show?
1: In real life, if you happen to walk into
0: In real life I'd be a regular person, like at the acting school, and then something would happen yeah. and then I'd somehow get involved with the gang and I wouldn't <laughs> okay. have any say in it. I think I'd accidentally become involved you, with the gang.
1: Would you think they're, like, you know, part of the role or something and you're, like, doing some... some maybe it's, like, an extended improv. Maybe?
0: Yeah, like those yeah. 90s movies where they get them all to live in a house together so that they can get to know each other. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And they'd be like, oh, we're going to kill someone. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. Good acting, wink.
1: <laughs> yes, and I also want to <laughs> kill someone. <laughs>
0: I um, mean, is is there ever little thing... that phrase sums up this whole show, doesn't it? Because you've got the acting and then also the killing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's your that's your. That's my teaser. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I saw something online. This little little tidbit, little interesting bit. Do you remember a season two where Barry was teaching all the um all of Hank's mm-hmm. gang? Yep. Um, did a bit of training. Well, apparently. What they said was that the move that Noho pulls in the last episode where he steals the gun from the guard, mm. that was one of Barry's moves, apparently. So maybe Barry ah. taught him a thing or two and they came back to help him.
0: That'd be nice. By the way, just
1: quickly, when when, when Hang's walking through the mansion... Oh, my God. And in the background, there's a figure moving around dancing. Was mm-hmm. that the scariest thing you've ever seen?
0: It was terrifying. Oh, it was great. like, I think I said to you, it's like Slender Man. That's what it looked yeah. like. Creepy. Creepy as. And then did you ever expect that that was going to be what was going on in there? Cause because I didn't.
1: It was. heartbreaking. And like almost no dialogue. I know. All throughout his scenes, that episode. Just his face.
0: And his wife's seeking Spanish, I think. And there's no subtitles. Like, it's not translated.
1: Because mm, it's not mm-hmm. part
0: of It's not part of it. Her dialogue's not part of it. It's It's
1: just... Yeah, but we could tell what was going on, couldn't we?
0: Yeah. God, it's a good show.
1: Well, we haven't even spoken about Janice Moss's father doing a sort of Mm. deprogramming Scientology slash acting school.
0: On Gene. um,
1: Tactics, yeah, just... Did that remind you? Have you danced that sort of stuff in acting classes back in the day?
0: Um, I've been yelled at my fair share, but nothing that (laughs) intense.
1: (laughs) No, 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 but... It reminded me of what what I know of Scientology. But, remember, Louis me Yes, yeah. Film when they showed that, and a lot of it was, was based on the method acting um, methodology. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah, know, loosely based. Obviously, it really felt like that, didn't it? Just. Of course, he was going to break him. Close-ups. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. so
0: good, and he repeated everything three times as well. Don't know why they settled mm. on three, but I'm sure there's some significance.
1: Yeah, I no, just. And, I mean, it doesn't matter obviously what an actor's like in real life, but he does seem like a, just seems like the loveliest grandpa, doesn't he? Mm, <laughs> does. mm-hmm. And then he's thrown into these scenes. Wow, we we can't recommend this this show Barry enough.
0: It's perfect.
1: Uh, where is it for you, Sinead? You said it's on top, right? But yeah, top. really. Sure.
0: Well, what else would be its competition? I know you keep saying Breaking Bad, but for me. I, I didn't like the end season and I don't think that's how it should have ended and it didn't feel very well thought yeah. out in that well, moment. Let's compare
1: it to another HBO show of them, of our time, oh, wow. Succession. It doesn't feel like this, a right comparison, does it? They're, almost, they're different shows. They're great in different ways, yeah. Well, that's the problem with comparing anything, I suppose. Yeah.
0: Well, they don't need to be ranked. It's just this is a great high-quality show that's you just love it. You in just the top love it. bunch, you know.
1: Was it better than The Dropout this year?
0: I liked it. I made nearly claim
1: that that was the best show. You did.
0: (laughs) Are you still defending that claim or are you. How are you feeling about
1: it? It's the best new show. Okay. Let's put it that way. Not Severance. (laughs) To wrap it around. I might like Severance, but I think I like The Dropout better. Hmm. Interesting. Have you watched any of Old Mate Joseph Gordon Levitt being Uber or whatever?
0: No, I'm gonna say thank you everyone so much for this run of scam shows i have watched pretty much yeah. every single one and i think now is the time where i'm gonna say i'm gonna bow out
1: right well i was one i'm done with with dropout you were <laughs> um okay well is it any point asking you for a star rating of barry 10 billion whatever it's billion.
0: obviously five stars for this season
1: yeah five stars. okay yeah me too is there anything you would have changed with this season? Any any,
0: hmm. any
1: little points to note? Hmm. I don't I don't think so. I can't really think much myself either. I agree with you. Some of the characters they brought back from like season one, I liked. That they didn't really signpost exactly who they were, but yeah. it was a bit confusing if you hadn't seen that for a while, and it has been you know several years. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I think I only knew because I watched it once. I watched it again with you. Fairly recently, so I had, had that, that a, sort of sort fresh one two punch of it, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, as you've been saying, you could pretty much if you if you binge this to watch it a very short period of time, you would get so much out of it because it's mm-hmm. so consistent and there are those callbacks. It's not a you know villain of the week show, it's a no, it's really like a multi part novel put to film, isn't it?
0: But you would miss just thinking about binging, you would miss the sort of feeling at the end that comes from, oh, my God, it's over already. How did they get that all into such short episode time? Now I have to wait a whole yeah, week. True. That sort of tense uh, tension and, and suspense.
1: Yeah, that that is certainly something I was um, liked about this, watching this season come out week to week. Mm. It was just such a satisfying sort of journey to go on. And you watch one episode and you're like, wow, have I done that? And I can't wait until next week. You're right, if you, if you binged all eight episodes in one day in one sitting, you'd still get that feeling but not to the same extent of going on that yeah.
0: journey. Yeah, I don't think you have the time like, to reflect and sort of sit with it and be like, oh, and then they did this and then they did this and, oh, I remember that yeah. shot, you know, like because you'd roll straight involved. into the, yeah, next one.
1: Yeah, fair enough. There's not many shows that we watch like this that I could go back and watch every episode of this straight away. though. Oh, same. We said all that.
0: After we yeah. watched so we watched the season finale of Barry and then as you said we watched an episode of Superman and Lois. Afterwards we were very tempted to start Barry again.
1: <laughs> to come back again.
0: Very tempted.
1: And that's no shade on Superman and Lois, which is it's good for what it is. But it's aimed at a different demographic and Yes. It's a different quality level on display. Yes. No shade, he says. <laughs> and then completely proceeds to it. shade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is this is prestige, isn't it?
0: Mhm, it is.
1: All right. Well, as we said, if you haven't got the idea by now, Barry, tremendous, wonderful. We'll be waiting for season four with bated breath. From what I understand, um, Bill Hader is going to be directing all episodes for season eight. Really? Yeah, which is pretty cool. I didn't mind having a different um director, though. Certain episodes get like a different. Perspective on this, it was just him and Alec Berg, I should say. Must be a great writing crew as well. Hey, they're just really.
0: They had a few that. different directors in season one. Bill directed the first three episodes, and then they had a couple of people I don't recognize: Maggie Carey, Hiro Murai, and then Alec Berg directed yeah. the last two. and Then season two, they yeah, had a I few different. I think,
1: it's, I think it's good sometimes they have different directors because mm. Breaking Bad is good like that. They had a sort of crew they sort of worked with, and they put Ryan Johnson in every now and then to do a great episode. Mm. Um, that Said, I'm not going to be unsatisfied with Bill Hader, no, absolutely. Not. All eight, so, see, yeah, that
0: gives to... me hope. I think this might be the last season then because I can't imagine why he would do that for season three of an eight season yeah. show, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, fair enough. They might wrap it all up in a very satisfying conclusion, I would imagine. Mm. Well, there we go. Great stuff. Uh, we've I mentioned that earlier that was a uh, when I last talked about Barry on this television on this podcast was. COVID sort of wrap-up episode we did back in 2020 mm-hmm. like a long time ago, but also feels like it was just yesterday. Uh, we've got lots of other episodes in our series, pretty much every, every screen property of the last six or so years we've yep. reviewed on here. Anything you like. So go back and check them out. Is there anything else our, our listeners should do? Well,
0: I can subscribe, I guess.
1: like subscribe watch barry get amongst it get in touch thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time
0: bye hold up what was that